When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. From the After 9 Podcast Studios, this is the award-winning After 9 with Scott and Kat. Powered by Tony Johal, broker at REMAX Twin City. Your home sold guaranteed or he'll buy it. Happy motherfucking Friday! <laughs> we, uh, it's Friday. Welcome to this episode of After 9. Dave Blizzard is back and joining us. Hello, Dave. How are you? Hello, friends. How are you? Uh, great, thank you. We're actually having a bit of a Costco conversation here because it's Friday and we all go our separate ways after the podcast, but uh, Kat has given me a task to perform this weekend and I've given Kat one. She's got to go to Costco for my girlfriend to pick up some weird fucking soap that apparently costs a fortune on Amazon, <laughs> but if you buy it at a Costco Canada location, it is substantially cheaper, but it's not at all Costco locations. It's like at a few of them and the one across the street from our studio happens to have it. And it's a very exclusive club it's tough to get in there but cat's got access i know i have a, i have a card it's <laughs> the very special, special. vip <laughs> costco is a great store uh, dave you and i have talked about it many many times over the years oh i costco is the og place where you could go and get everything like nowadays walmart does it and like the superstore does it but back in the day costco was the only place you could go to get like triple a alberta grade steaks and salmon a trampoline the bible on cd granola bars and like eighty-five thousand liters of ketchup all in one spot imagine the cashier ringing someone out like granola bars great deal eh 572 for just 30 dollars good bible on cd great choice you're gonna love it <laughs> who the hell did that voiceover the bible on cd that would have been a great account. The voice of God. Oh. You'd have to have a really deep voice, right? A deep voice or maybe Isn't one of those funny? like would have to... nature-filled voices. You know what I mean? Yeah. You'd have to be the voice of God. You'd become the literal voice of God when reading the Bible. So when Scott says voiceover, or like the account. So whenever you hear anybody reading something, there, there's usually somebody that's gone into a studio and they've had to record it, um, like books on tape, exactly as we're describing with the Bible or like Audible or any of those kind of things. People will go and read scripts and and get paid for it. Scott, Kat, you've both done that. I've done that as well. Um, but who, who, who do you... Like, who, who's your boss when you're reading the Bible? I like, would, who's who's directing you? <laughs> who's the boss? Jesus. <laughs> uh, Jesus, uh, right. here's my rate, but if you pay cash, we don't have to charge you HST. <laughs> Jesus is like, let me hit an ATM. Hang on. God would be like, Jesus, the taxes are high in your country. <laughs> do you take PayPal? I don't know how that works. Does the church yeah, do God's going to Venmo you? <laughs> Heaven1 at gmail.com. Send me a transfer. <laughs> oh, so Could you imagine, good. too? Like, you're going to need to read that line a little more upbeat. Try again. Like, That'd be strange. Yeah. yeah. How do you tell God? Fuck off. It was fine. <laughs> I like the way I Can I get more that. emphasis on Leviticus, please? <laughs> you know, I imagine the, you the keep old... Saying ta- you keep saying psalms. It's not psalms. Psalms. <laughs> you know, I mean, I figured the Old Testament would be a little dry, but once you get into the New Testament, that's some pretty good reading there. You could really get into that, you know? Well, you couldn't pay me enough, I think. <laughs> oh, that's great. Uh, uh, like I said, welcome to After 9. We've got a lot of stuff to get to in this episode, so strap in and and we will talk about many other things that do not involve God, voiceovers, or uh, Costco. Costco. Can't promise that. No, that's a shame. Tell me, if, tell me if this guy should be offended by this. He's from California, and he was swimming off the coast of Monterey. Beautiful, right? He's 62 years old. His name is Steve. And he got attacked by a shark, a great white shark. Steve says, it was a beautiful day. There was no wind. The ocean was flat. There was no waves. It was so calm. That's when the shark struck. 
I was 150 yards from the beach when wham, I don't even know exactly what happened, but it was just it. It well just turned out a bit ferocious. The shark bit right across my thigh and abdomen. It grabbed me and pulled me up, then dove me down in the water. And then, of course, it spit me out. Patoo! Did it say this? Patoo! Patoo! Patooey! 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 Should you be. These sharks can't spit. This story's, this story's bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, when have you ever seen a shark spit? And then the shark spit on me. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And then he lit up his cigarette. It was fucking crazy. <laughs> okay, but at what point do you say, you spit me out, eh? I mean, I thought you guys liked people like me. Why'd you spit me out? Is there something wrong with me? Was I not oh, tasty? Wow. You know, I'd be offended, I think, if the shark just spit me out like, ah, fuck, you're not a seal. Get out of here. Look, we've all been there before where we think we're a little hungry, right? And we go for a little snacky and then we maybe we go to eat it and we're like, nah, this isn't the one for me. Maybe that just kind of happened. No. Would you want to sit down with the shark and have a conversation like a? So I, I need to inter. I'm, I'm internalizing <laughs> this, but I really want to discuss this with you. You want a feedback like, survey, the shark? <laughs> yeah. Why didn't you eat me? <laughs> I'd like, want to know what like, was wrong. What? Did I not taste good? Is is uh, were, were my thighs too fat for you? I, what was it? Was I not lean enough? What's the deal here? <laughs> Am I not gamey enough for you? Yeah, like <laughs> I, I would understand if the argument was too salty. We were in the ocean after all. But nonetheless, I mean, I would think sharks are accustomed to this sort of arrangement. Usually that's the deal. You go in the ocean, shark finds you, shark eats you. This shark spit him out, and I'm wondering, what did he do wrong? In any case, he's going to be imagine fine. Imagine the shark. Go ahead. Imagine the shark actually is honest with you about this and says, look, I saw you, and I thought you were a seal, and then I bit into you, and you were not a seal. <laughs> then it's doubly as insulting. You look like a seal, and you didn't taste good. <laughs> <it. laughs> You're like, I wish I didn't ask. <laughs> I have some life-changing information here for both of you. No doubt, at some point in your life, you have played that infamous game with the claw. You know that game that they have in arcades where you, you, you use the joystick and you get the claw right above the, the prize that you want and you press the button and the claw drops down? If it can pick up the prize, the prize is yours. If it doesn't pick it up, you're fucked. You just lost all your money. And the owner of the machine's like, ha, 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 in the background somewhere. <laughs> his, his big fat cat with a cigar in the background. Ha, ha, ha. Scammed another kid. It's the shark with a lit cigarette. <laughs> got you again, fuckers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's got a monocle on. <laughs> I see you. <laughs> so a guy on TikTok shared this video, and I found it fascinating because he says he figured out the hack. He says it's possible to win Every single time you play. So here's the quote. He says, guys, you have been lied to your entire life. The secret to the claw machine. You have to put the claw over the prize you're after. Hit the button to lower the crane. Right as the claw tries to grasp the prize, you press the same button again. And it grabs the toy securely. If you don't press it again, it won't grab it. It's a double click kind of deal, like a Microsoft product. You click it once to drop and click it again, right as it's about to grab that teddy bear or pencil or whatever shit it is you happen to want from that machine. <laughs> Who goes for the pencil? I pencil. <laughs> People with very low end up with the pencil. <laughs> Do you think it could work? Because I'm kind of curious. It worked in the video, but I don't know if he's just fucking with us. It's TikTok. You can make anything look real. I kind of feel like he just described how you're supposed to use it. I think those same instructions are right on the on are the they? actual game. We just don't read it. Is I that think the problem? So. Nobody bothered to read I'm, how you actually. I'll win. try it out. I'll try it out. I find myself at arcades uh, more than more than you know probably the average person. I'll try that out. I'll I'll give it a whirl. 
Why do you find yourself in arcades? I just learned about cat. Yeah, no, it's um. I go to. There's a great place in Kitchener. Hey, if you ever find yourself in Kitchener, plenty of things to discover here. And there's a place called Bingaman's, and Bingaman's is great. It's got uh, fun work, so it's like a play place for the kids, and they've got water slides and splash pad, and they've got bowling. Anyway, all in one convenient location. Uh, This brought to you by Bingaman's. Now, but I go there with (laughs) the kids, and they've got an arcade area, and there's several of those. One is a giant bouncy ball one. I've tried, can't do it. One is rubber ducks. I fucking kill at that game. I have like seven rubber ducks at home. I don't know what it is about the rubber ducks. I think it's because it's so cheap, so they don't care. You're speaking with an intense amount of passion in your face. But there's this one. (laughs) The rubber ducks are fucking right. There's this one game, though. When you tell me this, I'm going to go back and try it because they got Paw Patrol stuffies. Paw Patrol stuffies. And I have not managed to get one yet. And I stopped even trying because it's a waste of money. But with this new clue to, to finally catching myself rocky rubble rider sky or any of them i'm gonna do it i'm gonna try all right well let us know how it works that's I how mean, my weekend goes how about you guys yep, going to the arcade <laughs> this weekend i'm a teenager <laughs> uh dave <laughs> cat's gonna be fighting kids for the tickets <laughs> Hey, are you going to use those or no? I want to get one of those little uh, sticky hands that slaps against the wall <laughs> twice and then it's covered in hair. Can I get one of those? I need 16,000 tickets, please. Or if it's something I could get at Dollarama in like a 40 pack for $2. Yeah, yeah. And, and you could have done it in 15 seconds. You don't need to waste your time playing the damn coin game. Esquire asks an interesting question and, and we're going to ask it both ways because they only asked it one way. They asked guys, if you were an alluring, charismatic woman, would you sleep with the man you are today? Oh, that's a deep question. Right. If I were a woman, would I have sex with Scott Fox? (laughs) If Dave was a woman, would Dave have sex with Dave Blizzard? I'm sitting back and I'm listening. Go ahead. I, uh, interesting. Yeah. So I do have some inside information on sex with me. (laughs) I've, uh, I've done it. So (laughs) (laughs) you've been around a time or two. I've been around a time or two. I'm pretty familiar with how it all works. I think, I think that I would be, uh, great for a relationship bad for a one night stand i would marry me huh. that's how much i like me <laughs> i i think i'm oh, marriage that's material interesting yeah yeah but not a one night stand kind of deal because eh, it's really hit and miss i mean sometimes it's good sometimes it's not i mean if 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 i were me as a woman or if i were a woman ready to sleep with me i would hide all the booze otherwise this is just going to be a bit of a gong show <laughs> So I think yes oh. to a relationship, no to a one night stand. What do you think, Dave? Would you have sex with me if you were a woman? <laughs> <laughs> Just say no. Yeah, I'd like to sleep not. tonight. No. Just say Is there no. Anything we could do to make this yeah. less awkward right now? Anything at all? Should I tell a knock knock joke or something? Remind me to forward this episode over to HR. Your, yeah, really. Yeah, right. You're going to lean over and look at your girlfriend tonight. She's going to be wearing a Dave mask. <laughs> Just get one of those big fat heads. It's haunting, haunting your dreams at all times. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, gosh, if you, I guess if you were to ask the same question of me in that position, I'm. it's so hard to do because I, you're right. I think we have an inside scoop on it. So it's like, all right. There's there's people who will wheel and deal and and you know they put on a, a best foot forward kind of thing when they're when they're courting if you will, um, and <laughs> I would know what I'm talking when I'm talking shit and when I'm talking serious, <laughs> so I could see through it. <laughs> you could laugh at all your own but jokes. I, I, oh, absolutely. Um, I don't know. I think I'm pretty good at it. Um, both ways. I, yeah, I think uh, I think if I could talk them into the room, then yeah, I think it, everything could work out well. If I can talk them into the room, you can lure them into the room. It's all fine from yeah, there. Yeah. You just got to get them in the room. Well, I mean, what? I, yeah, what I mean is that that's it's not like I'm I'm luring somebody into my lair, but it's uh, <clears throat> you know it's it's conversation that gets it started, and that's the first connection you have with somebody. 
I think on the surface, I'm, I'm a pretty good conversation to start. I think you would have an amazing conversation with yourself. <laughs> yeah. It'd be great. Like, wow, you're very impressive. Thank you. So are you. <laughs> deep is that question meant to go because is it me- like i this is esquire uh so yes probably not that deep but you never know nah, that's because fair. really it, it makes you if you wanted to make it a deep question you really it really does force you to take a look at yourself and how right. others view you right yes. am i approachable am i personable would i do you think that i would be do i think that i would be good in that scenario as a person if a basically it puts you into the woman's shoes for both of you right as to how your approachability but maybe I'm going too deep on that. I think you are going yeah, a little okay, too fine. deep. Yeah, okay, fine. I'll just fuck. I'll shut up. I uh, I think I I think I went too deep on it. To be honest, for Esquire. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is Esquire, it's but a little I, superficial. I, but it could be a deep question. You could. It does kind of force you to look at yourself as, as a person. And be like, oh, maybe that's why I'm not approachable. Because I think if I was a woman, right, I would not approach me, right, or want that, right. <laughs> I think I, what I, Esquire is asking is, would you bang yourself? <laughs> would. Um, I think I'm going to put a caveat or an asterisk on this. So if I were a woman, would I have sex with me? The answer is yes, absolutely. Would I want my daughter to have sex with me? No, absolutely not. <laughs> That's such a weird I, thing. I know, but you get where I'm going with that. I mean, I uh, no, I'm good for me, not good for anybody else. Well, and then you're talking about your daughter. Your daughter's nobody's going to be good enough for your daughter. That's no, usually the way and it works. Including myself. Yeah. <laughs> including me. Uh, what about you, Kat? If you were a man, would you have sex with female Kat? If I you mean, were a guy. It, it is a hard thing to think about because you have to think about the personality of, would I be the same kind of person as a man as I am as a woman, right? Would I have the same personality? Because if so, I, I do agree with Dave on that point where you do have to kind of, in a way, he was saying you kind of have to click with that individual. For me, if I'm going to have sex with someone, I have to click with them in a way, right? Right. So I would need to, as a man, be able to click with me. And some people get me and some people don't. So if I got me, yeah, I'd probably bang me. Does that answer the question? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Are you, if you were a guy, are you as a girl relationship material or are you just like a go out and have fun kind of party kind of deal? Maybe a booty call. I mean, I think I have to say, I think I have to say relationship material. You think relationship material. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> okay. Doesn't, well, it, doesn't it feel a little odd if you were to say, uh, I'm just not my type? <laughs> yeah, it would be kind of weird. But that's <laughs> that's where the de- that's where when it, it gets a little deep because you think like, yeah, like I know how, who I am and I'm okay with who I am. But if I was another person, I don't know if I'd be that interested in me. Right? Like that's a weird thing to, to think about. But I'm sure for some people, that's how they feel. Okay. If you were a guy, picture yourself with a penis and hair everywhere. Great. And you saw you... <laughs> Walking down the street, would you be like, hey now? Or would you just keep on walking? I, that's such a weird thing. Like, I don't know. Because I would not be attracted to me. If I were a woman and saw me walking down the street, I'd be like, no, nah, yeah. keep going. I, I probably. So I, like what's most women do. I, yeah, I think, uh, I think I'd give myself a second look. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. That's my answer. Wow, Why the fuck are you questioning? Why are you questioning my answer? <laughs> I'm not questioning your answer. I just thought it was an interesting answer. But that's okay because we've tried like four podcasts in a row on Fridays when Dave's on to do Know the Show, and we haven't successfully made it through it. But we're gonna do Know the Show in just a sec. Do you want to know what people said when Esquire asked them this question? Mm-hmm. Again, the question: If you were an alluring, charismatic woman. Would you sleep with the man you are today? 40% said yes in a heartbeat. 46% said maybe I would need some convincing. (laughs) That's sad. 12% said highly unlikely. And 2% said not if I were the last man on earth. Wow. See, it Ooh. gets crazy deep, yeah, doesn't it? It does. See, and those are people who don't really like they don't really um, I don't even want to say it's a lack of confidence in themselves, but they probably have a story and they know how they are or maybe they don't feel they look good. Maybe it's about their looks. Maybe it's about their personality. I think for everyone, it's different because when you ask that, I feel like you're talking about looks mainly. I'm thinking deeper than that. That's how I think on the deeper level, mm-hmm. right? Like, do I click? Do I connect? You need that to have sex with someone. My opinion. Hmm. It's not just about the way you look. Totally agree with you. 
Uh, listen, everyone, this is an interesting question. Feel free to think about it. Maybe you want to ask someone else about it. You don't need to, to go external on this, though. You can just look within. And if you want to try it and see what it would feel like, then this weekend, just go fuck yourself. And, and then you'll know whether or not you would enjoy that or not. But I do want to do know the show. Cat was pre-asked some questions, Dave. And what you have to do is guess how Cat answered these questions, okay? Okay. You understand the premise of the game. All right. I do indeed. <laughs> like I said, we've tried to do this like four yeah. Friday podcasts in a row, and it always gets sidetracked. I had some great ones for Scott, too. I would have loved it. But next week, it'll be Scott. I asked Kat, would you rather have to post everything in your search history online right now or post the names of everyone you've ever had a crush on? Dave, what did Kat say? Oh, uh, I'll say she would rather post the crushes. That, can I just say like neither one I think would make me lose sleep? I think it would be embarrassing. Mm-hmm. Both ways, by the way. Like, yeah. if I had to name everyone I've ever had a crush on, that could get embarrassing and awkward, maybe. Maybe. But if I did my search history, that could also get embarrassing. Uh-huh. But at the same time, like, there's <laughs> nothing there that's, like, incriminating. Really? So I'd probably go search history, I think. Oh. That's a tough one. That's actually a really, that was the toughest question you had for me today, I think. Hmm. Okay. What about you? What would you guys do? Can I ask? Around the table here? Oh, I'm not posting the search history. Okay, so it's going to be oh, your list no. of crushes. Uh, yeah, I'd post my list of crushes. How long is that list? Yeah, it's a little <laughs> bit. Of, it's a long list. So maybe there'd be so many names that it just wouldn't be a thing. Like you should just might as well like a list of everybody and then it doesn't look bad. Is there a celebrity right now that just innocently, but a celebrity right now that you can say you're crushing on? Um... Like a new, a new one? Or you mean like any? Any, any celebrity that right now, again, totally innocent. You're happily married. That's fine. But you could have a little crush on a celebrity. Is there anyone right now that you've got a crush on? Well, I always go with my, my OG, my Leo DiCaprio. Uh-huh. That's my OG. Dave, is there a celebrity right now that you can admit you secretly got a little crush on? You know, as soon as you started talking about that, I started thinking and I still can't come up with one. Really? It's a boring answer, and I just you yeah, I can't think of one cr- that's like a, oh, there what? you go. You don't have one celebrity crush. Mm. Why is that? <sighs> you, let's nah. just no nobody and no nothing really. Uh, y- yeah, I yeah, I don't I don't know. I, I I really nothing comes to mind immediately. Wow, I, this is ridiculous. But I feel like I have to think about this longer. Huh? I don't know. Child- I, I don't I don't have one that's like a, oh yeah. What about your childhood crush? My. You had to. You oh, had to have had really one when you were. If you had to go way back. So, okay. Well, I could go way, way back. Like even before I understood what any of it meant. So I remember being a really little kid and watching Sesame Street. And Scott will know the name. Cat, I doubt you will know the name. This is where Dave's search history comes into play. Careful. (laughs) No, there was a singer, a country singer, who appeared on the show named Crystal Gale. And I always thought, like, she had the hair down to, like, her ankles. And I thought, like, whoa, that's, like, the most beautiful thing a woman could have. I was, like, three or four years old. And that's, like, the oldest memory I have of it. But I don't know. It's never it's never been, like, a, oh, man, that's my thing. Or anyone that's ever been. I don't know. I've never idolized anyone in that way. I don't know. I, I just want to be clear. Or, like, you just want to have sex with. I mean, there's a, or, or anything. And nothing. <laughs> I just want to be clear that your celebrity crush is country singer Crystal Gale from like the oh, 80s. No, when I was like a, an, a child that didn't understand what it meant, I just looked at that and was like, whoa. But to be honest, that's like the furthest back that I could think of the first person that I was like, whoa, not knowing what any of that meant. But I, I don't know. I don't know. what like, Dua Lipa? I don't, I don't know. I'm trying to think of mm-hmm. something. I don't mm-hmm. know. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Interesting. So Good. what was your answer to the question, by the way, Dave? Would you rather reveal your entire oh. search history or even just for the last year of your search history or all of your crushes, which apparently is like one person? Yeah, the crushes. That's, like That's the easy answer. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, the crushes is it. I can admit some crushes. Mm-hmm. I've prepared a list of four. 
Okay. <laughs> Are these all celebrity though? You have Ruth to think about Bader your real Ginsburg. life. You have to think about your life too. Your real life. Like people from high, maybe you had crushes on people in high school and you never even told your best friends. Right. I'm talking like you gotta make you gotta list all of your crushes, whether it's embarrassing or not. Maybe it was that kid you used to pick on in grade school. All of them have to be revealed. No, I wouldn't do that. No, I'd put out the search history because yeah. I think okay. my search history, as incriminating as it is, is probably very, very similar to most guys' search history. Okay. I think I'm searching for most of the same shit. But if I had a celebrity crush right now. And I, don't, I haven't even told my girlfriend this, so she'll know when she hears this episode. I would say, well, girlfriend first, but she's not a celebrity. Dua Lipa, Marin Morris, oh, mm. Camila Cabello, Harry uh, Styles. There you go. Harry Styles! Nice. Yes! <laughs> you know... It's true. Off, I, I don't even think we were on air. Yeah. We were off air at the time, Dave, and we were talking about Harry Styles, and and I the, and I I could see it in his eyes. I was like, "Do you have a crush on Harry Styles?" And he full blown admitted, "Yeah, I think I have a crush on Harry Styles." I was like, "Good for you for admitting that." He's so fucking he's cool. talented, you know, he's and cool. he is oozing yeah. something yeah. that persona <laughs> that I don't know. If he asked, I'd probably say yeah. I mean, I'll be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> that's so interesting because you know i i've i think i have been in that situation too and it's and it's like a it's a it's a style icon thing it's a little bit of uh like a you admire the swagger i don't think it's for me it's at least for me it's not a sexual thing but like i used to think the same way about like justin timberlake mm-hmm. thinking like man oh, yeah. that's just like a super talented dude and if you call that a crush then so be it but i, yeah. I don't know that it was like a, a sexual crush it was just like man that's a like i admire it. harry styles is, is one too that you're just like yeah that's just the guy's got swagger he just he has it you're just like man you appreciate it normalize it you know what i mean like girls have always had like girl crushes like for me it's always always been like j-lo since the beginning i just think she's gorgeous like j-lo for me is my ultimate girl crush yeah i have i have a few girl crushes i think it's normal for guys would never say it but you two are saying it out loud a little bit of a what would we call that? Boy, cr- guy, crush, whatever. I, eh, I you can call it whatever, whatever you want, but it's happening. I'm not taking it back. <laughs> but it's out there now, Harry. By the way, little advice, Dave. If they offer us a Harry Styles interview, you might want to send Cat because oh. <laughs> I'm going to make it fucking weird. <laughs> Scott's never blushed in an interview before in his life. He's spoken Hi, with Harry. prime ministers and all kinds of hey, and he's like going to be screaming like one of the One Directioners back in the day. Oh my god, that'd be fantastic. Okay, it's know the show, and I pre-asked Cat a whole bunch of questions, and Dave is guessing how Cat answered those questions. Next one: Would Cat rather find a rat in her kitchen or a spider in her bed? Ooh, um. Hmm. I'm going to I'm going to go with the rat in the kitchen because I think the spider is not uh, you don't know where it's coming from. You don't know how long it's been there. Could they have laid eggs in your hair? You don't oh, know. Oh, don't things. say that. A rat. Yes. Yes. A rat is there. You see it and it's like I got a shotgun and I'm going to get that thing and and then that's basically it. I think I think I'm going rat. You'd be correct, Dave. You would be absolutely correct. I don't mind hey. rats. Rats don't bother me. Spiders do. They're just like little dogs. Yeah, like rat, <laughs> I don't rodents for me. I'm, yeah. I've never been scared of rodents, and maybe it's because I growing up we had a hamster and a guinea pig, and like you name it, we had a bunch of rodents. I think they're cute. I have nothing like I, I do. Wouldn't like it in my kitchen. Don't get me wrong, and I'd have to do something about it. But I think I'd rather deal with that issue than wonder, like Dave said, if they laid uh, eggs in my hair. That's a that's a great point. Would cat rather? Have one best friend and no casual friends, or a ton of casual friends but no bestie. Oh, I think Cat's a quality over quantity person. Probably wants a really good friend rather than a ton of sort of uh, acquaintances. Yeah, yeah, that's correct. Bang really? On. Well, for me, it's kind of. I think it's more too because. And maybe grass is always greener, but I don't think currently I have a very best friend. Really? I have a lot of really good friends that I know would do anything for me. I've known since I was like five years old. I've got like a group of like eight of them, basically, that are great. And I see them frequently, but I don't know if I have like that one best friend. And at different points in my life, I did have best friends. But currently, 
there's an opening. I'm just saying <laughs> there's an opening for a best friend. I don't really have a best friend. So how long does someone have other to- than my husband? Oh, I have to say that my oh, husband's yeah, yeah. my best friend. No, but you know what I mean? Like a girlfriend. I don't have like a best friend, a girlfriend. Huh? How, how long would it take or how much work would be involved in becoming your bestie? At what point could you say, you know what? You're my best friend. Yeah. What do they have to do? Do they have to like save you from a burning building or do a Costco no. run for you for hand soap or anything like that? No, I think it's more about um, that takes time. Like, I don't think you just well, I shouldn't say that, actually, because I know that there's some people who just click and instantly they're just like, you're my best friend and that's it. So I would just have to f- find that person that just gets you right. I don't know. That's that's the least complicated answer I can come up with. So in my case, yeah, you oh, know sorry, go ahead. I don't Dave. think. Yeah, yeah. yeah I was uh, I was just going to say, I don't think you have to think of the the things that you have to do, like a checklist that this person has done these things, and therefore mm-hmm. they are my best friend. I think it's instinctual, isn't it? Where you're just sort of like, yeah, this is, if I have a conversation with someone or I need to tell somebody something, that's the person I tell. Yeah. And you don't even question why or who else you should be telling. That's just, that's just instinct. Yeah. You gravitate toward them just naturally. Yeah. Can you have different best friends for different scenarios? Like if Hmm. I got, uh, I don't know, uh, if I wanted to go out partying or something like that, this is the person I call. Mm -hmm. But if I have something like a deep, dark secret that I want to tell, I wouldn't necessarily tell the party friend. I would tell the other friend. In that sense, can you have multiple best friends, do you think? Yeah, I think so. Dave? Eh, I wouldn't call them a best friend then because best is best. It's like like when people Mm say, oh, you're you're, you're one of the goats. It's like, no, no. A goat is a greatest of all time. There's one greatest of all time in any particular mm. thing. There's not a ton of them because then they're not the greatest. They're among the greatest, but they're not the greatest. So and that's the same kind of thing I think about with best friend. It's like best friend is the one that you would go to the majority of the time, I would say. Sure, you're going to have other people that would be the go to's for, like you said, going to, you know, going partying with or, you know, whatever it may be. I, I think that there's one. There's one best friend. Huh. Okay, two different perspectives. I like it. Dave, I everyone ask- else can go to hell. <laughs> <laughs> I asked Kat, would you rather swim in a body of water full of eels or sleep in a cave full of bats? Hmm. Uh, I don't know what cats uh Hmm. Okay. I don't know. I don't know if cat likes swimming, first of all. So I don't know if she'd be fine to just be like, eh, whatever. I have a, a weird fear of the ocean, maybe a bit of a phobia where I just don't know what's under the surface. And, and there's a whole world that's not mine underneath my feet. So I think for me, I'd probably go cave. And I'm wondering if cat would do the same. But now I'm starting to think about how she reacted to the spider thing. And I think the bats may be in the same kind of category. Uh, I'm going to go water. Swim with the eels as opposed to sleep in a cave full of bats. Okay. Kat, what did yeah. you say? Now I'll do the cave like like Bruce Wayne, baby. Really? <laughs> yeah. Ah. Bats are another one. That she thinks d- she's Batman now. <laughs> COVID though. I Listen, mean. Uh, <laughs> a, to answer your question, Dave, the bats will probably eat the spiders. So that's fine. It's probably clean and fine for the most ah. part. You just don't go near them. But bats don't bother me either. I think they're very cute. For the most part, they want nothing to do with us humans. Eels freak me out. I was just at Ripley's last weekend, actually, in the eel tank. I was. Well, I got the shivers thinking about it, actually. No, they, they freak me out. I also don't like <laughs> water, ocean. I'm the same with you. Uh, I'd rather do the cave. Not worried about the COVID there with all the bats? That was not proven. You take that back. <laughs> Apologize to that fresh market. What do they call Wet market. Oh, <laughs> fucking dirty. That's so Ugh. gross. So gross. What a they, name. They probably do serve eel. I don't buy eel. anything from the wet anything. Yeah, they, they serve eel there <laughs> no too, I bet. wet market for me. I, uh, uh, you don't eat bats, right? No. Is there anybody that eats bats besides the people in the wet market Nobody there? Nobody eats, but you're not supposed to eat bats. You don't. It's, you're well, not, why do they sell them? You're then? not going to insult people here by asking. Nobody's eating them, right? Like, can I? Can I get? Be, am I free to speak? I, like, I, no one's eating bats or not admitting to it. I believe it was Anchorman Two where we learned that uh, bats are the chicken of the cave. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. Whammy. Uh, <laughs> yeah. 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. No doubt you guys have been to a grocery store semi-recently. And in case you haven't noticed, the prices are just absolutely astronomical. I almost fell over in, where was I? Superstore yesterday. A full watermelon. In the summertime, you used to be able to get a watermelon. You can get like the half or the chopped up one for like $2.99, or you can get the whole watermelon for like $4.99. Even that was a little high, but that was the highest I'd really seen it. Last night, it was $11.99 for a whole watermelon. What the heck? $11.99. And people are struggling. We know that. There's people who are, are now spending more on repaying their debt or or their mortgage payments have gone up or they didn't get an increase at work. And it, it's really rough for a lot of people. Inflation's mm-hmm. nuts. Uh, gas, of course. Gas is another one. So people have to make some sacrifices. And this survey asked people about their grocery shopping habits and what they're cutting back on. One of the things that came out of this floored me. 29% Almost one in three people now say it's cheaper to just order every meal in than to go to the grocery store, procure those ingredients and make a dish at home. Another slightly higher percentage of people. So now we're, we're well over half say they don't know if it's any cheaper, but it is more convenient. So it's worth it. Basically, what it's coming down to is over half of people are willing to cut out the grocery store altogether and just order in their meals. Mm. Is that really going to save you money, though, Dave? I mean, I'm looking at trying to do the math in my head. You probably shop in different sections of the grocery store than I do because you're vegan. Would that (laughs) actually save any money? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't think so because uh, you just made a good point about the, the different sections in a grocery store and there's a lot of price difference for plant-based stuff and eh, whatever. It, I guess it's now starting to become a little more comparable, but I, I just don't think the ordering in is sustainable because if you're grocery shopping, the object is to buy things that are probably going to last you more than one meal. Um, you know, you buy rice or whatever you're going to buy if you buy rice at a a takeout place you're only going to get one maybe two servings so you go buy a bag of rice you should have it for more than more than a little while same thing with pastas and and things like that so i I don't think that that it ends up becoming cheaper in the long run although it's starting to certainly seem that way when you're paying eleven dollars for a watermelon Mm -hmm. yeah i i I just feel like if you go in grocery shop let's say i'm going to make steak and potatoes tonight Well, the steak is going to be expensive unless they happen to have a great sale going on, but you'll pay roughly, what, 12, 13 bucks a steak on average? Depending on what it is. You can get them cheaper and you can get them more expensive. Maybe I'll use that as a baseline. And and you want those potatoes on the side. Okay, so you buy a bag of potatoes, which is like $6.99 now. It's wild. However, you can use those potatoes for more than one meal. And I feel like if you think of it like that, the potato cost at, at $6.99 is spread out over, say, four or five different meals. It probably still does work out cheaper to cook at home. But then you got to factor in the cost of getting to and from the grocery store. If you happen to forget your reusable bags, well, they're going to ding you for, for the store-bought ones and so on and so forth. By the time it adds up, I feel like people are kind of on to something. I don't necessarily think that ordering in every meal is your healthiest option, but when it's this expensive, I don't know if people are really looking for healthier options. They're looking for cheap and effective. I think there's going to be a lot of people that are going to that KD aisle and they'll suck it up and pay $2.99 for a box of KD because that's a meal for $3. And I -hmm. think that's kind of the way things are going. If you're going to order in, well, we could make burgers. 
Yeah, we can buy a pound of beef and mix it up and season it, or we could buy the pre-made burgers. Or you can just order Harvey's on Skip the Dishes, and it's going to come out to like the same amount, and we don't have to do any effort. That's what people are deciding in their head, mm-hmm. and I kind of feel like more and more people are going to start coming to that realization. I think it depends on the household, too, because I think it makes... It makes it all. It really is. There's a lot of variables there because, yes, um, the diet is one thing. Maybe some people shop a certain way and they can't really avoid those prices. If you live in a household with just two people, maybe it does make more sense to order in because that dinner that you order could probably become lunch the next day because we all know usually uh, places are pretty good with portion sizes. So maybe that makes sense that you just spent. Yeah, you spent twenty five dollars, let's say, on this meal, but really cut that in half because you're going to be able to have it for lunch the next day. If you have a family, if you're shopping for like four people, let's say, I think that it may may make more sense to you to go to a grocery store or plan it out. Like I found that planning out in advance makes a lot more sense for me. I went to the market yesterday and bought a lot of uh, fresh produce because it was way cheaper. When you say the market, is that what you call the grocery store or did you go to an actual market? (laughs) I went to St. Jacob's Farmer's Market, Ah. actually. But it's fantastic there because the the vendors have sales. So you you can literally go vendor to vendor and there's different prices. And I saw strawberries. It was like two quarts for like, I forget how much it was. I bought three packages basically for five bucks. Whereas right now you walk into, you know, whatever, Zayer Sobeys, you name it. And it's five bucks for one, one pint. Sorry, I think it is whatever it is of strawberries. So, I mean, the difference is pretty big. And when you're feeding many mouths, that makes sense for me. So I think you either, every household is different is what I'm trying to say. So for me, I would probably think that grocery shopping would still be cheaper than buying four meals out or dine in or, or take out whatever it is over that. The number one thing people are going to cut back on right now is new clothes. 44% are saying, we're not buying any new clothes until the economy fixes itself. 42% said they're either canceling travel or they're not booking any travel. Gym membership. One in three say they're going to cancel their gym membership because that's the easiest thing to cut out and save a little bit of money every month. And they just joined, rejoined after COVID. <laughs> Uh, ride services like Uber and Lyft and taxis, 33% cut 30% going to start cutting streaming subscriptions, mm-hmm. movies, sports events. Yeah. And- okay. <laughs> do, do you actually <laughs> you think they it. will? <laughs> no, we say that. Uh, and then, and then one show is going to show up on prime that you want to watch and you're going to end up uh, subscribing. And the way they set it up is, Oh yeah, you sign up for three months and it's $2. And then after that, you forget to, to, unsubscribe and you're like ah, i guess i have prime again and that's go along with the other 19 streaming services you have yeah i feel like this is a lot of hypothetical stuff and people aren't really that serious i mean it's one thing to say and 29 percent did say they're going to cut out the entertainment like movies sports events and concerts but i gotta see top gun so you know i'm gonna go see top gun but after that no more movies yeah or, well the weekend's coming eventually so I, I gotta see the weekend and then no more concerts that sort of thing There's always a but in Mm -hmm. there. Personal grooming. More than one in four say they're going to cut back on the trips to the hair and nail salons. Kat, could you get behind saving a bit of money by no more manis and petties? Yeah, I don't. Not in the summer. Not in the summer months. That's usually what I do. Um, But that's one thing that you could do. Sure. Okay. Just don't look at no. her claws in November. That's what Kat's trying to say. Yeah, do like, not look. I've got my nails done. I have a nail appointment today, in fact. Like, that's just something that I do for me that I will. I probably, I would cut back on other things. Like, for me, new clothes, fine. I'll go without new clothes, you know, over over that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Dave, you and I have argued over the years many times about what is irony, right? Mm-hmm. Still, still fight to figure out the definition. I don't know if we ever did find a true definition of irony. Well, tell me if this qualifies. It's a couple. They're from West Virginia. Her name is Allie. Just the other day, Allie, despite having a C-section scheduled for any day now, the baby decided the baby wasn't going to wait. She went into labor. So she and her fiance and their other two kids started booking it for the hospital. Baby wasn't even going to wait for the hospital. They pulled into a 7-Eleven parking lot. On 7-Eleven, July 11th. This baby was born July 11th in the 7-Eleven parking lot under weird circumstances. Because like I said, this was a scheduled C-section and the baby decided, 
uh-uh, I'm not waiting a couple more days, and then decided, uh-uh, I'm not waiting the half-hour drive to the hospital. I'm being born right now. Look at that, 7-Eleven. Today's 7-Eleven. I'm coming out right there. Is that irony? Hmm. Well, I think that eventually down the line, baby Slurpee is going to have an amazing story to tell about the day that they were born. Yeah, I would have gone with a 7 um, or 11. I would have named my kid 7 or 11. I would have felt like that would have just been like kismet. They uh, they named the baby Waylon. It was a baby boy now named Waylon. Yeah. Nothing connecting 7-Eleven to Waylon. Come on now. Six pounds and eight this ounces. Fit. How, how many uh, ounces are in a Slurpee? It, <laughs> it would have been the best if he, if he was born seven pounds, 11 ounces. That would have been amazing. They immediately placed yeah, him in that, a Slurpee yeah. cup. Like That would have been crazy. <laughs> the, uh, Hold him up like Simba, but he's in one of those jumbo cups. It's beautiful. That's <laughs> a beautiful thing. 7-Eleven was okay with it. And, and obviously the staff there knew what was going on because dad delivered the baby himself in the parking lot while on the phone with 911. That's remarkable to me that 911 operators can talk somebody who's not a doctor into delivering a baby. And and dad did it. He was great. Mom was great. Good. It was a baby boy, like I said. And 7-Eleven is going to give them free coffee for the next seven years. Oh, good. They'll need it. <laughs> Three kids? Yeah, they're really <laughs> going to need it. Guys, some changes got announced yesterday. First off, I didn't see this one coming, but the feds, I thought they were going to let that that testing at the airport thing just sort of die away. Hope people would forget that we did it in the first place because it was in place until June 11th and, and everybody was quite angry about that. And they said, you know what, we're going to suspend it while all the shit's going on at the airport and we'll figure out a new plan. I honestly thought they were just going to sort of let it fade into history and hope we all forgot about it. But no, they're bringing it back. And just like they said, it's going to be off-site testing, but it could happen to anybody, whether you're vaccinated or unvaccinated, it doesn't matter. If you land in Vancouver, Calgary, Montreal, or Toronto Pearson starting next week, if you have to get a swab, they're going to text you and tell you where you have to go and when you have to get that test by, but it's going to be quick. Just select people? Yeah. Well, I mean, it says it's mandatory random. Okay. And I'd heard before that the testing was random, but I'd also heard almost everybody gets selected. Mm. So now there won't be that big COVID hall there at the airport where everybody walks in and gets their tests done. Now, whether you're using transit or you've got an airport limo or you rented a car or somebody picked you up on your way home, you might get a text message. From Justin Trudeau himself. No, I'm kidding. It's not Justin. But you will get a text message from the feds that say, you've been selected for a random test. You must go to, let's say, Pharma Plus on Burnham Thorpe Road in Mississauga to get your test. It must be done in like the next couple of hours. Is or that what? better or worse than yeah. what we have? Or what is a great question. Or what? Mandatory 10-day isolation. Or you have to do isolation regardless? Well, they're going to assume if you don't go for the test that you're positive. Okay, and then who's actually isolating? You know, I, I don't see this actually people going with this. You know, it's funny because at the beginning, I think people took that threat really seriously and they were afraid that like the RCMP was going to come and knock on their door and find out if they're there. And certainly some people did get visits from the Garda World security people, but the... Uh, I don't think there's a ton of people that are doing their full isolation right now, but this would be the thing because it's federal, not provincial. It's a 10 day isolation. If you test positive or if you don't go for the test, hmm. is that better or worse than what we had where you just walked into COVID hall and got the swab and carried on with your day? I'm really trying to figure is, out if maybe we way- just made it worse. Yeah, it absolutely is way worse. So you know how you get a ton of scams on your phone, whether it be a phone call or a text? Hell, you guys called me this morning for something, and I, I thought it was a scam call, so I wasn't going to answer it. But like, you get a text how many times saying, oh, you should just do this, and you'll deposit money into your bank, or this or that. Mm-hmm. I bet you some scammer is going to think, oh, I'm going to find a way to, to use this COVID text to try to get into somebody's bank account or try to figure something out. Some I don't I just can't see people taking it seriously. How many times have you, to a friend, said, oh, yeah, I didn't get the text? 
<laughs> like, oh, yeah. right? going to say that to the government. Yes, yeah. Yes. Hey, listen, sorry. I, di- I didn't get the text. I didn't know. And in that many amount of people, because you know, there's going to be a lot of people who will do that. And if everybody bands together and they <laughs> ignore the text, one could assume technical issues, maybe. Oh, they all didn't get the text. Like when really, really people are like, of course I got the text. I'm not doing that. Yeah. But what would be New wrong? Phone, who dis? <laughs> we we've got all these these rapid test kits and more coming. Why don't they just if you get selected say, "Hey, here's a random uh, or here's a a rapid test kit. You got to in the next hour take the test. You can go to the airport bathroom, you can do it when you get home or to your hotel, whatever, and you've got to upload the results to XY website. Wouldn't that be more effective rather than sending people to pharmacies and walk-in clinics and shit like that for tests? That seems bizarre you to know, me. Like, we, I actually think they fucked it up even more than it was fucked up. Some, A couple of people wondered this morning when we talked about it if this was a money grab. We Would did you- sign a contract with the companies that do the testing at the border. And I don't know how long or what the extent of the contract is, but they're making a lot of money. Mm-hmm. So I have a feeling that this is part of that. Now, the other change that got announced was the federal government announced that they've approved the COVID vaccine, this is a Moderna vaccine for infants and preschoolers. And the Ontario government says it'll be in the province by late next week. And the government, they say, is ready to distribute the shots across the province. This is for ages six months to five years. The way this one works is Health Canada says it's two Moderna shots in a pediatric dose, which is about a quarter the size of the dose for adults. You got to get two shots. They said four weeks apart. NASI, our federal immunization body, recommended eight weeks. So you're going to get two shots over two months and and then you're done. When Pfizer's gets approved and make no mistake, they will approve it. That's a three shot series. So parents are going to have some decisions to make two needles or three needles, or are we going to do no vaccine or are we going to do a vaccine, but wait for like the Novax one to get approved for kids. If it ever does, it's the plant-based one. I'm not quite sure how parents are going to do with this. Uh, the Pfizer one is not ready yet, but they will be submitting to health Canada soon. What really struck me as I was reading this article about the approval is it got approved very, very quickly. The effectiveness, let me read you the story. Preliminary data showed the Moderna vaccine prevented symptomatic COVID-19 at a rate of 50.6%. Round it up. 51% of the time, these two shots will prevent your kid from having a symptomatic infection. That's if they're between six months and 23 months old. For kids ages two to five, when they've had their two Moderna shots, It protects them at a rate of 36.8%. I don't get that. How did we approve something that quickly that has an effectiveness of 37% rounded up? Am I crazy or is that a really low number? They'll argue that any amount of protection is is a protection. You know what I mean? But yeah, I mean, I have questions about that. I'm, I'm not so quick to put that in my children in that three to five age bracket that you just mentioned with that 30 something percent. I'm, uh... I'm pretty confident that nothing has changed when it comes to school. Anything below 50% is a fail. 37%. That's not particularly effective. I, uh, hey, I Make I, it a choice for you, you know, whatever. The, I'm glad that the, that the data is out there. That's good that they released it so people can make the best choice based off of that. Fine. There you go. There's the data, everybody. Uh, feel free to read up on it. Uh, Dave, what are you doing this weekend? Uh, Jay's game tonight. You go to a Looking lot of Jay's games. You're like a super fan now. Do I you think. have like a parking? Do yeah. you have like a regular? You don't have to say it, but I was in Toronto last weekend and I've got a great place that I like to park since you go there so often and you drive there, right? Or do you take transit? No, I drive. So do you I have like a particular spot that you go to? Like that's your like go-to parking spot? Cause that's the number one thing that bothers me. I'd love to go to more Jay's games too, but it's the driving and the parking that just drive me nuts. So I do, and I I almost don't want to give away the secret. Uh-huh. It's not really a secret. It's just I found something that works, and I don't want to end up not being able to use it one exactly. day because my big mouth gave gave away the the spot that I want to be in. He had it until he talked about it in a podcast yeah. with a million listeners. But you do have a spot. But I mean, yeah. okay, so that's the question. I was just looking for a yes or no because I feel like you have to to go that many times downtown. You have to have like a, a spot, like a sweet spot that you go to. Yeah. 
you need a bit of a routine for yeah. sure. Uh, you need to find like kind of how how far is your walking distance that you're comfortable with and, and all that kind of stuff to consider too. I didn't even tell you guys the story from what happened last Friday uh, when the big outage happened. Oh, so yeah, right. I was going to the week. I was going to the weekend concert and uh, I drove downtown, paid for parking, uh, underground parking was expensive around the uh, around Rogers Center. It was a spot I needed. I needed to be able to get out of there relatively quickly. Uh, so I found a, a spot that I probably paid more than I would normally pay for. Um, I get out of the underground parking and there's a guy walking by me and he goes, hey, the show's canceled. Yeah. And I and I didn't think about what show he was talking about because the weekend was playing at Rogers Center. Roger Waters was playing at Bud or at um, Scotiabank Arena, and Keith Urban was playing at Budweiser Stage. So I didn't think about what show he meant. And I went, "Oh, that sucks." And then I walked up the stairs, walk out of the building, and I got service on my phone. And I looked, and sure enough, the weekend show was postponed. And there was already had to have been forty thousand people at Rogers Center already outside waiting to get in, and. All, so, all so, sorts of like sad faces and people who were completely devastated and, and freaking out about it and mad, obviously. Mm-hmm. But because of the, the, the outage, I guess there's a, there's a great deal of, of technicality that comes along with this weekend performance. And they need an internal network to be able to make it all work and work mm-hmm. together. And they couldn't get it. So they ha- there was no choice but to postpone, which I totally understand. Um, and then on top of that, Rogers Center uh, is cashless. So not being able to uh, use debit and and credit or anything like all their machines were down. I get it. It sucks. But I drove all the way down there, went for my parking, paid for it. It's not like they're going to give you a refund on parking. No. Um, so it was just ended up being a colossal waste of time. OK, but I mean, this is a good point because you're not on Rogers for your cell phone, right? No. OK, so a lot of people, though, incurred a cost that aren't even Rogers subscribers that got impacted by this Rogers outage. Mm-hmm. And the only people who are going to get any compensation are actual Rogers customers. But it did inconvenience and cost people a lot of money. Dave had to pay for gas, drive into Toronto, parking, and, and you probably had to do something while you were in town anyway. You, what, dinner or whatever, right? I jumped back in the car and said, well, I might as well try to get out of here. And it was a nightmare trying to get out of Toronto on a Friday evening when there is 70 80 90,000 people in that little little space between mm-hmm. Budweiser stage and Scotiabank Arena like I, I it took me an hour and a half to get out of Toronto people impacted and businesses impacted too like I was at, I went out yeah. that day for lunch and I went to, I was telling this uh, story when we got back into the podcast earlier this week but I went out to lunch and I went to the bank to get cash out knowing that this was happening <laughs> and I went and spoke with the the server and she was saying we probably have to sh- we do we have to close like you're our last customers and this was at like two o'clock in the afternoon she's like we just can't do it we can't do any of our delivery orders we can't do this that they were one of those people on the rogers network as well because how it worked is people were a little confused because some places you could go in, you could use your credit card but you couldn't use your debit but then in other places you couldn't use it at all that's because those people where yeah. you couldn't use it at all were on the rogers network Walmart, for example, was not on the Rogers network. So you couldn't use debit because that was Interact through Rogers contract. But you could use your credit card there because their Wi-Fi was not Rogers. So it was a little confusing for a lot of people. But a lot of businesses had no choice because they were on the Rogers network. So that means not only was debit not working, but credit card was not working. Nobody really was carrying around cash or wanted to even go anywhere because they were all confused with what took what and how we're going to do this. So they shut down their business early on a Friday Think about the amount Mm -hmm. of money that so many businesses lost on that Friday in total. Like, it's crazy. Nuts. Oh, it's nuts. And and, uh, can I just say, by the way, my whole uh, inconvenience is incredibly minor compared to all of those who lost because of business reasons and uh, inability to to function. So I feel terrible for those ones. Mine going to a concert in Toronto, it was a treat and it just didn't work out. It still sucks. Not the end of the world. I'm not joining a. Yeah, I'm not joining a Clax action suit for that, though. <laughs> what about those people who flew to Toronto to watch the show? Uh, for those yeah. outside of Canada, no, most of the shows that are on the tours stop in Toronto because it's one of the biggest cities in North America. However, uh, a lot of the rest of the country doesn't get shows. So when there's a big show in Toronto, you'll get people, for example, from Quebec or the East Coast that will actually come fly into this city to watch a show. And... 
They don't get reimbursed for their hotel, their flights, or anything. But they will have to do it again for the rescheduled show. We have a great element of surprise in Toronto for those Canadian acts. I mean, you have people like Drake who bring people up on stage when they're in Toronto, or people bring Drake on when they're in Toronto. And then you think about the postponements, too, now. Different reasons. Uh, Abel, really out of his control. Justin Bieber, same thing, had to postpone his Toronto shows. Completely out of his control. Medical issue. I'm wondering if we're going to see a trifecta as we look toward the end of the month. And we know Sean Mendez postponed mm. a couple of weeks of his shows, his uh-huh. tour. So far, still set to perform on July 31st. But that could be a third. That could be the third one. Wow. Which is crazy. And on that, we will say thank you for listening to this episode of After 9. We do have a couple of apologies to make before we wrap things up. Yeah, please let me get into this. First, we should apologize to Costco. Uh, we should also apologize to James Earl Jones for trying to take his voiceover job for the Bible on CD. That's not cool of us. Uh, we should apologize to people who want to date us. We should also apologize to those who don't want to date us. And a, a big sorry to the people who don't want to date themselves. Um, we also definitely, definitely needed to, needed to apologize to Harry Styles for this episode. I'm not apologizing. Uh, we really owe an apology. <laughs> I knew that was coming. <laughs> we really owe an apology to spiders, rats, bats, eels and ocean sea life in general uh just for the general distrust we should apologize to watermelons we should also apologize to waylon who was born on 7-eleven uh or at 7-eleven on 7-eleven uh we're we're sorry that your parents didn't think about naming you slurpee because that just would have made sense uh we also should say sorry to any staff who were working there on that day because it might have been their first day and that's a hell of a way to start a new job we should also apologize to mike tyson not for any particular reason but simply because it's just a good idea. Have a fantastic weekend, everybody. We'll see you right back here on Monday. Bye. The After 9 Podcast is powered by Tony Johal, broker at REMAX Twin City. Your home sold, guaranteed, or he'll buy it.